Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. And you have football notes. Yeah, scrimmage over the weekend. Yep. Uh, just a couple of tidbits. we got some of these up at Horns 24-7. You can go to the site and uh, get some more content up there. I'll have some some thoughts. And actually, uh, my man Mike Roach, no stampede this week. Uh, you know, Mike's been dealing with you know the new baby and yeah. everything. So, uh, again, can't state enough congrats to he and his wife uh, on their adoption. But uh, Mike's been busy and Hudson's been busy, so no stampede. But there is an article on one of the top prospects, one of the top targets on the board, for Texas in 2024, one of the top prospects in the state, Colin Simmons, the defensive end from Duncanville. So there's a uh, he recently made a visit to Texas. So Mike has a, a report up on that. But uh, we also got some scrimmage tidbits. I think the interesting thing, Craig, and again, this goes back to people the the national narrative that oh man, Ar- Arch Manning is going to push Quinn Ewers. Arch Manning is going to push Quinn Ewers. This is a quarterback battle. Well, actually, Arch Manning is running third right now because mm-hmm. you got. Quinn Ewers running with the ones, and what was described as a pretty, I don't know, maybe boring in the best way possible. Not script. Scrimmage, yeah, for Quinn Ewers. Just not, no not no mistakes, and just kind of a good, steady scrimmage for him. Functional. It's good. Functional is a good word. I like that. Uh, Malik Murphy running with the twos, and then Arch with the threes. So, I, this, this, and that's not a bad thing. That shouldn't be a knock on where Arch is in terms of development or kind of anything else it's just Malik Murphy's been there longer and now that he's healthy there's a reason why Sark has been high on him the entire time pretty much since he signed since he's been able to speak about him publicly and we know from our conversations with Mike and and what we've been able to gather behind the scenes Sark has been high on Malik Murphy for a long time so it seems like you've got a pretty good competition at the very least for that number two spot and if you come out if you come out of this with three quarterbacks you feel good about coming out of the spring. And if Malik Murphy's your backup, you know Arch isn't going anywhere, and Quinn's your starter. Right. If you can go in to, to the fall with three scholarship quarterbacks you feel really good about, that is an absolute best-case scenario in the era of the transfer portal. So just keep an eye on that progress being made in that quarterback room right now. Uh, what's interesting with the offensive line is one group I want to point out. The first-team O-line seems to be doing really well uh, at this point. And, and they should because, you know, DJ Campbell got a little bit of run with that group last year. So you figure everybody else is back. They, they should, the, the the cohesion, the communication, the rapport, it should be there for that group. I think there are some guys with the twos that are starting to step up and play well. Keep hearing a lot of good things about Cam Williams, uh, Nato Amezulu. Uh, there's some guys individually, that Malik Ogbo's name has been mentioned quite a bit this spring. But I think as a unit, as a whole, and I think this goes back to more of your defensive line depth, as a holding scrimmage situations, maybe that second group, there's a noticeable drop-off with the first group, but I think that's because it's more of what the hole looks like, especially compared to the D-line they're going against. But you, you've got some pieces in that second group that I think are starting to establish themselves as guys that maybe Sark and Kyle Flood can count on. Uh, Cedric Baxter was described as, you know, being a shifty runner, but you know it's it's been kind of a spring where Jonathan Brooks hasn't had to have a lot of contact, especially coming right. off the hernia surgery. So it's been a lot of run for Cedric Baxter. It's been a lot of run for Jaden Blue. Uh, those two guys are getting all the work they can handle. Go over to defense again, Craig David Benda, maybe the maybe the John Harris of this team. What he I like con- that that comp you yeah, made there. What he continues to do, uh, defensive line depth continues to be a strength. Hearing Ethan Burke's name a little bit more, and I, I think. 
I think there's still, and we saw this last year, like in game situations, and I think it's it's not a bad thing that you're still kind of hearing about it, but probably a better pass rusher right now than he is a run defender, but that doesn't mean he won't be able to help you. He can still help you even though he's still working on being a really good run defender and really rounding his game in whole. Because, yeah, we talk about Justice Finkley might be the number one guy opposite of Baron Sorrell. You're still going to need two or three more guys to roll through there for depth at those edge positions. Talked a lot about the defensive line, and I think in the secondary, just the fact that you're able to manufacture depth. You know, Gavin Holmes has played corner, and he's been at star. Austin Jordan has played corner, and he's been at star. We know Jade Barron has played both. We know Keaton Crawford's been at corner and safety. Just to be able, the fact that you're able to manufacture depth, and now you're starting to hear about guys like Gavin Holmes and Austin Jordan, and those guys making plays, making their presence felt, along with the Ryan Watts, the Terrence Brooks. We've heard about Keaton Crawford. So I think you're really starting to see the two deep take shape as we get closer to the spring game coming up in less than two weeks. So nothing really wild, outlandish from the scrimmage, but the guys that I think really need to start taking steps forward for this team to get to where it wants to be, you're starting to see those steps being made. And that's what Sark wants us to see is this steady progress of the the group all the way up through uh, the rest of the spring ball and kind of finishing with a crescendo, if you will, by the time they get to the spring game in a couple of weeks. But I think, you know, of guys that I'm excited to watch during the spring game, I think those two young running backs, mm-hmm. Jaden Blue and C.J. Baxter, Malik Murphy, I want to see what this David Benda product looks like mm-hmm. right now. And then I think it's those edge guys. I mean, if it's Ethan Burke, if it's Justice Finkley, if you realize, hey, maybe they got four or five guys that they can roll through there, just the, the bodies there. I'm, I may be higher on the secondary than some people. I know Rod and I talked about it on the Blitz recently, and, of course, Rod's going to look, through the secondary with more of a critical eye than I will. But I think I think the secondary's got a chance to be better than last year's group, which is saying a lot. That group last year was good. And look, when you play as much man coverage as Texas plays, that doesn't mean guys are immune to giving up plays, right? When you play as much man coverage as they do, you're going to give up plays. But if you can get a secondary that can balance out the plays they give up with plays they make and start to make more plays on the ball and start to get force more turnovers – now you're getting to a place where that stuff starts to even out, and then you're talking about a secondary that's, you know, uh, as good as you can hope for for a secondary in football today. All right, there's a uh, Longhorn notebook. The Specs uh, text line is open three three seven three seven seven six. You got any football questions? Yeah, uh, uh, Longhorn Bear. Let's let's uh, put your mind at ease. You said no Masters golf contest on the horn. Always look forward to that. Keep looking forward to it. It's coming. I think it'll be back on tomorrow. They're finishing the All Stat Bracket Challenge tonight. Yeah. So it, it'll happen. It, it'll happen. Locksmith Alex, our friend, says, I can understand a home-cooked broadcast. This is about the whole ESPN <laughs> Plus thing. And even expect that in these situations. Some of the stuff coming out of Tom Holliday's mouth was absolutely ludicrous. Bias or no bias, to claim that a catcher is supposed to give the runner part of the plate when he clearly has the ball well in advance of the runner getting there, or fielder's interference with a runner from first to second when the play carried him into the path of the runner and he had the ball in his glove when contact was made. And again, I didn't hear Tom's call, but it, they were pretty obvious calls to me that if you've got the ball in your hand and you're turning, you do not have to give a runner uh, a path to the plate. And uh, in the case of Jack O'Dowd fielding that ground ball on that big double play, that was the right call. The umpires did gather together and all that, but uh, it was the right call. He he fielded it, and there was the collision there, but he's making the tag on the collision, throws to first. So and, and Tom Holliday, he backtracked a little bit on the Gilmet 
stuff. Did he? It's like he spoke before he really thought that one through. Okay. All right, here's a question. That's what I felt like anyway. Uh, Football-related question. How many freshmen are already on campus? How many freshmen will be showing up during the summer? Uh, Sorry, I just hit my microphone with my hand. Uh, You've got 13, I think, on campus Mm -hmm. right now. Uh, Actually, I can give you the list of guys that are here, and if you want me to run them down real quick, I can. Uh, if the internet in the building will cooperate, okay. just give me a second. Chris nice comment. Somebody uh, said that basketball season taught me anything, whether it's ESPN, ESPN Plus, any other platform. Best to mute and listen to us on the app. Uh, appreciate that. All right, you ready, Craig? I, yes. I got this list right here. All right, so here's your enrollees. These are the freshmen you can look forward to seeing during the spring game. Arch Manning, Anthony Hill, C.J. Baxter, Jonte Cook, Manny Muhammad, DeAndre Moore, Colton Vosick, Darren Gillette, who you will not see because he's still recovering from an ACL tear as a senior. Jaden Chapman, all flex selection, Jaden Chapman, by the way. Sadir Mitchell, Leon LaFowle, Peyton Kirkland, Connor Stroh, and Andre Kojo. So there's 14 true freshmen on campus right now. The guys that will get here during the summer, you've got Derek Williams, Ryan Niblett, Jelani McDonald, Cillia uh, Connor, Warren Roberson, Samaji Burrell, Trevor Goosby, Trey Wisner, Billy Walton, Spencer Shannon, and Will Randall. So that's 11 coming in uh, for this, this summer. And Will Randall's one of those guys, too, in that Darren Collette group. You won't probably won't see any of Will Randall this year recovering from a, from an ACL tear. So there it is, running down uh, the numbers. You, you saw a lot of, quite a few of these guys, Craig. The, Absolutely. The guys that will be here during the summer. Sure did. It was all ringing a bell on that.